0: Welcome to Conversations Across the Lake with Meg and Melissa, a podcast that dives deep below the surface of the self-help world.
1: We are two friends here to create a community of unconditional self-acceptance and love. Join our fun, intuitive conversations as we get curious about our connections with others and most importantly, the one we have with ourselves. Let's get vulnerable. Let's get vulnerable. Hey, Meg. Hi Melissa. Oh how are you honey? I'm so good. So good to see you and hear it's your voice. So, so good to see you. It seems like it's been forever since we just recorded with Ruben
0: but it's I only know. been a few days. Seems I know, like so was, much
1: has happened in the last it, couple days.
0: It feels like it's been like a month but it's actually mm-hmm. only been about a week I think.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's Isn't that crazy how yeah some weeks can just feel like lifetimes oh my goodness yeah. that's definitely yeah. what have you had going on you've been
0: so busy with work so busy with work and I think just like the changing of the seasons because now I feel like we're really in the spring it feels like summer is in the air or like the planning of summer yeah so it's just like it feels like a lot the days are longer which I like but I also feel like they're busier so it's just been yes Exactly. it's just been interesting, but um, it's also full moon last night when, as we're recording this. So I'm definitely feeling that energy today. And yeah, and I think it's kind of interesting that we want to talk about intuition coming in on the full moon energy. It's kind of cool too. Yeah, so I think
1: exactly. Yeah. We were just kind of reflecting on the conversation with Ruben and for our listeners who have not listened to uh, episode three with Ruben, he, he just gave so much insight on our ability to be intuitive and to connect. So yeah, we just kind of wanted to have a little conversation around that. And also as someone that has really, really struggled with anxiety, and I know Meg, um, you've, you, know, you have your experience as well. Mm-hmm. And so many people that I know, clients, students, everybody, we all deal with anxiety. And so when we are trying to become of more intuitive, be more connected to ourselves, it can be difficult at first to really know, hey, is this my intuition or is this just me, you know, being anxious and worrying and having repetitive thoughts? So we're gonna get into
0: we're gonna get into a few things today. I think I think as you said just after talking to Ruben last week uh, on our podcast and somebody that has really learned to thrive and use his intuition not only to help himself but also help his clients and I know Melissa and you and I both do the same. We're in very different lines of work. But I think intuition for us is really important when we're working with clients and when we're working in our work, even though they're vastly different kind mm-hmm. of realms of, of work. It's it's like the intuition for me is such a key thing for me to help, to help guide my clients the best way. And I think I see you do that with your students as well. Like intuition is so important. When you're working with them and we even just had a interesting conversation about intuition last week because we were supposed to be attending a class together and I ended up not being able to come because of work and, you know, really going back and forth on is this just, is this the right thing? Am I really listening to my intuition? And I feel like when, when you allow that space and create space for your intuition to talk to you, you really can you can really get some really good answers and then feel good about the decisions you make based on those, those prompts.
1: Mm -hmm, Exactly. And I think a common myth about intuition is that first of all, the whole world, the word itself, it just kind of ignites this. I don't know. It's like so woo woo sometimes. And, you know, people just maybe think that it's something that it's, that it's not, but we all have this ability to be intuitive and to tap in and you know, it's just really listening into that inner guidance. I mean, some people might call it gut instinct. And I do believe there are ways that we can access that. Some people are much more somatic. You know, they really listen through their bodies. Some people, you know, they can quiet their mind enough to sort of hear that voice of intuition, which is not that incessant anxious voice, right? Those are two very different things. But again, we can think, you know, if we have this anxious thought that just kind of plays itself on repeat in our mind, I mean it can be easy to think that, oh, that's my intuition, you know, yelling at me or something Mm -hmm. like that. So, you know, we have to really feel into our bodies and everyone of course has this ability going back to that, but we have to listen in. And are are we in a calm state? Is our body regulated? Is our nervous system regulated or is it heightened? You know, are we in, you know, sort of these states of fight or flight, right? That's the, the heightened nervous system. So Checking in with the body. I mean, everyone has this ability. It's just how do you do that for yourself in your own life? That's what we want to promote on this show. Just find your ways of tapping in. And so many of those ways are through self care, through things like morning routines, things that we're going to talk about on this show, things that we ask our guests. So, yeah. Yeah. Really checking in with the body.
0: And I I think to that point, Melissa, is, you know, the more that you can spend time, and I know we've said this on the show before, but the more you can spend some of that quiet moment with yourself, whether it's an actual meditation or again, it's some of the other tactics we've talked about, whether it's just a bath or a cup of tea, um, but just having a moment to listen to what you need. And then when you're, when you are in a state of flight or flight, or you're in a panic mode or your, your anxiety is just bubbling over, that's when those having those moments and those, that ability to go into quietness and to, Catch your breath and to control your breath. You know, make that the priority for the moment. Is just listen to your breath and feel your breath. What would you recommend um, for somebody though that's really struggling between those two voices of anxiety or intuition? What What would you What do you tell your students that are some key kind of distinguishing points between those two voices? Yeah,
1: so so good, Meg. Thank you. Um, so first of all intuition is it's calm right it's steady it's quiet anxiety on the other hand is panic driven right exactly as you said it's persistent um, anxiety is usually triggered by something external like an external event stimulus and then intuitive messages on the other hand can just kind of come out of nowhere it's, it's like this gentle you know calm steady nudge almost whereas I think our anxious thoughts will just be, They'll be racing. They'll be erratic. You know, your heartbeat will be uh, increased, you know, things like that. You can tell, you know, and you, or you can learn to be able to tell, you know, the difference between the two, but it's really, you know, we can tell you this, we can give you these tips on this podcast, but really you have to check in for yourself and you have to, you know, you might be in a heightened state. You might be in an anxious situation. Take, a second, take 10 seconds, notice your body, notice your breathing. So it's just a practicing it's a checking in. And even though I know, my, and I my, too, it's like, we know these, we know these tips and tricks, but we always have to practice. The practice never ends. You know, I get tested so many times a day, right? And I'm sure we all do.
0: I know we were just chatting. Cause even this morning I was having kind of a, a rough, a rough night's sleep um, just because of some anxiety stuff, which is not uncommon for me. And part of me knows I'm able to at least recognize it's, it's anxiety, but at the same time, it doesn't really make it stop. So for me, I really have to get grounded and do some breath work or do some yoga or some movement or journaling to help me kind of relieve some of that and get rid of it instead of just letting that anxiety kind of swirl around my body because it will just, it'll just keep going. And then it will create you know, it'll just make things worse everywhere. And then I can't even hear my own thoughts. You know, it's it's a warning system that we have, just like we've mm-hmm. talked about in other episodes, but it's it's a warning system. So the anxiety is there to protect us, but at the same time, how can you hear your intuition if your anxiety is over overspeaking it?
1: Yes, exactly, Meg. I love all those things that you said. Um, you know, really just movement in general. You know, I know the times when I'm the most anxious, the times when you know, I'm having the most difficult time really listening into my intuition are the times that I'm not moving. Like I'm not moving my breath. I'm not moving my body. I'm not moving emotions. I stay stuck. I stay ruminating. We just, we can, we don't have to apologize for trusting our intuition, right? Like your intuition, such a great example, Meg, was not being able, you know, to come to our, um, our weekend, our school. And you made the right decision for you, right? Our intuition, it's not always logical. We might not always understand it. And surely other people might not always understand it. Um, but in the in the long run, I, um, there's actually a quote. Um, it says, never apologize for trusting your intuition. Mm-hmm. Your brain can play tricks. Your heart can blind, but your gut is always right. Um, oh, it's an, an anonymous quote. And I just love that because... That's so true. And I've been in all of those. I've been in my brain too much where my brain definitely has played tricks. I've been in my heart where, yeah, um, that definitely led me, led me astray a little bit. But our gut instinct, our inner knowing, our core, I mean, that's our core of our body. And so if we can learn to tap into that, if we can learn to feed it the right things, really nourish it, take care of ourselves, set boundaries, I mean, all of these things play into us being more intuitive. So we're going to continue to talk about intuition on this show. It's really going to kind of be a theme that's threaded into pretty much each and every episode because it's it's really the heart of connection with ourselves. So
0: Yeah, yeah. It's such an... I think it's even on every episode already, we've already touched on intuition and even um, our conversation with Shanna about creativity. You know, that's such a good way to, for us to tap into our intuition too. It's to- Yes. Yeah. Yeah go back to some of those creative practices. And, you know, I think when we're children, like our intuition, it, it rules our lives. It's, it's there to help us and, um, and get through all of the things that kids get through and be playful and be creative and imaginative. And then just like a lot of things in our life, we slowly start to, you know, tame it down because we don't think it's, it's what is appropriate for our society or for you know, it's something that we really start to shut off. And I, I think, you know, simply going back to how can you feel more creative and more open and like doing some of those those creative ac- activities are, is a really good way to kind of tap back there. I wanted to also mention just for um, a book that I have been reading that I think it was one of my favorite books this year. And one of my goals was of 2021 was to make sure... Um, I could really connect back to my intuition. It's actually part of my statement, my commitment statement to myself. It's included in that, that I say and write every day. But this book, it's called You Are Intuitive, Trust Your Truth and Take Your Power Back. And it's actually by Natalie Miles, who is an intuitive. She's a medium. She actually has a wonderful podcast that's called So You Think You're Intuitive and a new podcast she just released as well. But this book is so good. I will will put in the show notes, but it really gives you like kind of a, a guide to tapping back into your intuition. There's meditations to go along with it. And kind of like you were saying earlier, Melissa, like I think most people have probably one or two ways that they're more intuitive. Maybe it's through knowing or hearing or feeling through your body, like you were saying somatically. And so this book really helps you figure out which one of those is your is the strongest and then how can you build some of those other things too. So mm-hmm. definitely recommend this to our our listeners as well.
1: Yeah, such a great resource. I know my resource for the past few years has been the Intuitive Way. I'm sort of like a workbook by Penny Pierce. Yeah, I, she yeah touches on too. There's just so many different ways, and there's just yeah little exercises, you know, mindfulness exercise. There's just yeah, there's a lot of really good information. So there's always resources, but more than that, you know, you have to do the practice. You can read all the books in the world, but you really need to to do the work and, you know, just get really honest, get vulnerable with yourself, right? That's really what it's all about. So yeah. of course there are tools, there are resources, there are books, there are coaches, all of the things, but as we say,
0: it's the most important to connect to yourself. Yeah. And to be vulnerable. That's, you know, be vulnerable and be vulnerable with yourself and with the people that you trust in your life. You don't have to share that with everybody, but you know, mm-hmm. there's probably one or two people in your life that you've hopefully feel like you can you can be your true self with a little bit and especially yourself like that's what we're here to help is to really really help show you that your connection with yourself is the most important and you can have a loving and beautiful relationship with yourself so
1: exactly uh, oh so well said oh so well said well we will link like meg said um in the notes uh, just a few resources for you um regarding intuition and yeah, Mike, as always it was so great to chat. It was just it's always so great to just kind of talk out these things that are going on in my brain, just have a conversation about them. So, um,
0: yeah, that's what it's for. We're here to we're here to share our wonderful conversations to the world. So, <laughs> Whoever really? wants to listen to us, <laughs> whoever wants to listen to our to our conversations. This is actually but, what we talk about in real life too. Because
1: <laughs> for sure. And I every podcast that I listen to, I think the same thing. I'm either talking to someone who's just speaking into a microphone or I'm listening to a conversation with other people. And it's just fascinating the things that you can learn, what resonates. And so we're like, hey, you know, that's where this is coming from. We want to do our part in that. So As always, thank you so much for listening in, for tuning in. Again, Meg, so great to see you. And we will see you across the lake in our next conversation.
0: Across the lake. Bye.
1: Bye.